All right, next up of our guest debt talks, we have Bill Sheridan from the Maryland Society of CPAs, works with our great friend Tom Hood. Uh, Bill's a guy that you always see with Tom and is fantastic on social media. What you, this is one, one of my great things is get Bill to follow you and tweet what you say, because that's what he does for me. I'm like, thank you so much, Bill. Be careful <laughs> if what you, you ask for. If you just, if you really, if you didn't, you didn't really have to take notes at this conference, you just had to follow Bill's tweets, by the way, because like everything that's been said is on his Twitter now. So you're good to go. All right, thank you so much, Bill. <laughs> Yeah, follow at your own risk, because I will tweet everything you say and just annoy the heck out of you and all your followers. So, um, Tom and I uh, at the Maryland Association of CPAs and, and the BLI, we've, we've spent like the last year, year and a half, just basically scaring the crap out of CPAs, which, which is a lot of fun, actually. It, it, it's a ball. And here's how we're doing it. We are, um, we're basically getting up in front of them and telling them, you know, what's coming, right? What are they, what's on the horizon that's going to be impacting them? And... Um, what we came to realize really, really quick was none of them are ready for any of it. Very few of them are prepared at all for what the future of this profession holds. They're not prepared for something like this. This is a study from Oxford University. It came out about two years ago. What this study tried to do was gauge the odds that certain occupations would be completely automated within the next two decades, okay? And this, again, this was two years ago, so now we're down to about 18 years we're talking about. Tax preparation, 98.7% chance of complete automation in two decades. Accounting and auditing, 93.5% chance. And when we tell them this stuff, you should look out and at, the, at the sea of faces in, in, the, in the crowd and just see like the, their eyes bugging out of their face, right? It, it's amazing to see the reality. Uh, did you see guys see um, Raiders of the Lost Ark, right? At the end where the Nazi's face melts off his, right? <laughs> That's the kind of reaction we're getting from, from CPAs that are just not prepared for this kind of stuff. It, it's amazing, but as, as Ron said yesterday, we follow that up by telling them there's, there's, automation is not to be feared, right? It's to be embraced. And here's why. It's going to let us move up that value chain. It's going to let us dump all of the, 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 the transactional stuff that takes up all of our time and, and add true value to the lives of our clients and customers. And that's a really, really good thing, right? I mean, this is uh, David Matten from, from Trendwatch. Um, this is what he has to say. Yes, automation will kill a ton of jobs in the coming years, but in an automated world, there will also be ever greater demand for the truly human and new ways for individuals to profit from their unique knowledge, passion, and personality. In other words, in a world where the functional and transactional are automated, what we'll have left is each other. And that's really profound, and I think it's absolutely true, right? Uh, Kathy Engelbert, from Deloitte. Now, Deloitte is a, a, an organization that has embraced automation uh, in a way that is unbelievable. I mean, they've, they've really gone full force on, on things like um, AI and cognitive learning. But even she says, you know, professional judgment and expertise are not replaceable by machines. Machines can't feel empathy, right? They can't, they can't read body language. They can't do this type of stuff. Um, in other words, I think we've gotten to a point in time where, like Peter Sheehan says, humans should only be doing work that only humans should do. Everything else can be automated. Everything else can be automated. Of course, what that means is we need, uh, we need to learn a boatload of new skills if we're going to remain relevant going forward. 
Um, Tom has uh, really dived in headfirst and read every bit of research that's out there about the future of the profession and the skills that we're going to need going forward. And he's boiled all this research down into these eight things, these eight skills that accounting and finance pros are going to need in order to succeed going forward. And look at that, communications, leadership, critical thinking and problem solving. These, th this is not your, your daddy's CPA firm, right? This is not your, your, your parents' accounting and finance profession. It's simply not. It's, it's, it's new skills for a new era. And yet, if you were to walk into your typical CPE session, it's probably going to look a little bit like that, right? It's, <laughs> it's probably going to look a little bit like that. It, it's CPAs coming in and, and registering and then sitting in the back room and opening up a, a, a newspaper and reading for two hours just so they can check the box, right? They just want to check the box. It's a, it's a, it's a tax update. It's an A&A &A update. This stuff's got to change, and it's got to change really fast. And it's got to change, I think, in three fundamental ways. Number one, on an individual level, these are our careers we're talking about, right? We need to take charge of our own careers and get out there and learn the skills that are going to keep us relevant going forward. This is our responsibility to do that. Number two, at an institutional level, the people that we work with have to make sure that their colleagues, their, their teams are trained in a way that's going to keep that organization relevant going forward. They need to spend the time and the money to do that. And quite frankly, not a whole lot of them are doing it. And number three, uh, at a deeper kind of educational level, the way we train the future of this profession has to fundamentally change. I mean, we could stand up here for an hour and talk about how education is, <laughs> is fallen behind in, in the way that we're preparing people for the future, and it, and it absolutely is. This is from the International Federation of Accountants. Uh, few universities have developed curriculums for accounting students in line with their future needs, and I think that's, that's probably being generous. Um, we're just not training them in ways that are in line with the future. Right? Seth Godin says, there are only really two things that we should be teaching our children right now, right? How to lead and how to solve interesting problems. Everything else, we can find online. And that's going a little bit you know, further than I want to take it. I think there's still a lot of value in learning a lot of the stuff that, that we're teaching children. But you, you get his point, right? It, we're, it, it's a time when we need to change the way that we are teaching the future of this profession. Because <laughs> quite frankly, accounting and finance, if you think about it, it's a, it's a rear-facing profession. We have always accounted for things that have happened in the past. And we've got to get to a point where we're now spending more time looking through the windshield than the rearview mirror, um, because the future of the profession depends on it. And the way we're going to get there is by redefining how we educate tomorrow's accounting and finance pros. Thank you. Great job, Bill. Thank you.